0: Dealing with any new aches and pains in your body? Well, go on over to the purplesage.store and take a look at some of the CBD-infused products that they have there for pain management. They have some pain patches, they have lotions, they have uh, creams and salves, they've even got the droppers for the CBD oil that you can put under your tongue. So give it a try. Hopefully it'll help. And hey. Don't forget about your pup. They've also got CBD dog treats because, hey, your pups, as they get older, they start to get aches and pains too. So go on over to the thepurplesage.store to get all your CBD products. Thank you. All right, so here we are again. Um, Thanks for tuning in. So lately, I have been working on anger management, I guess they call it. So I never used to be an angry person, but I could be angered. in maybe well, the entirety of my children's lives. I've probably raised a hand in anger to them maybe a handful of times. No more than ten. I and mean, that's out of four kids over twenty something years. So I'd like to think that's pretty damn good. But you know maybe zero hands would be better, but it's tough sometimes. I mean when when <laughs> just imagine some of the worst things that kids could do and then times that by 4 cuz there's 4 of them. Yeah, it's it's great though. I mean, also t- times the awesome things they can do and and it's four times it. It's amazing. So, yes, not this is not the kids should you have kids or not episode. This is a different kind of episode, but it it does lead to that. So, <clears throat> but I was a yeller. I was a screamer. I was a yeller. I was uh I was even a shit thrower, you know. I've thrown shit against walls, uh, broken phones, you know. Now, I recognize that this is not the healthiest of behavior. Clearly, there's uh, some anger built up inside of me that should probably get figure out an outlet, you know, either working out or get a punching bag or something, you know, something to deal with that, because you can't just hold all that shit in you got to get rid of it, because eventually, yeah, it will pop and that's just the way I'm I'm learning about emotions and that's one of the things I'm learning is that you've got to let, let that stuff go or give it a channel to go out of so anger is the thing I've been working on the most or that's the effect that I'm seeing the most results in in what I've been doing so it's making me wonder how if I should break this into a more scientific type study if I should actually be keeping notes on how I'm feeling and probably should so Hey, if we got anything out of this episode, it's at least me having another idea about how to better track the results that I'm finding. And actually, rather than just uh, guessing. So, but anyway, one of the things has been meditation. I've I've started doing meditation, uh, which I believe has done a tremendous amount to help with this anger. And uh, also, I have been uh, sharing gratitude to others. So I'm, every day, sending a message of love, gratitude, and admiration to my wife. She's the only one who gets one every day. And until she says stop doing this, she's going to get it. So far, it's had pretty good results. I can tell she, you know. Anyway, yeah, I think it's working. And then the other one, I send out another one uh, to my children, obviously. or pick one. I'll rotate through them, and, and or uh, an extended family member, and or just maybe somebody that I was thinking about that I haven't talked to in a while, and I'll send them something. So that's, that's two messages at least per day that I'm sending out of a gratitude or I love you kind of uh, subject matter, and not expecting anything in return, and in no way it is, does a response rep, uh, required, or, nor is it even uh, something that, that I, I pine over. Uh, I just send it out there. I'm just sending out the vibes, man. That's all. That's all I'm doing. And in doing that, number one, I used to live by this rule one time in my life, at least I thought I did, that we we all have a moral obligation to be happy and to share happiness with others. What a better place this would be to live in. If everybody just focused on being happy. Am I right? And now, I didn't invent that, obviously. Uh, there's, there's plenty of people who've tried to make it their life's mission to uh, change people's minds and bring more happiness into this world. And I clearly am not qualified to do that. I can barely keep my own happiness on. But... <clears throat> Part of this uh, meditation and uh, gratitude uh, has helped from what I can see in my responses, my reactions to things that in the past would have brought about a pretty angry response. Now, by no means was I a road rager, but I have been known to to scream at other cars while driving, (laughs) <laughs> who hasn't, come on when you see an idiot on their phone you just want to scream at them get the fuck off your phone dude you're trying to kill us all literally, miles are passing and here you're staring at your phone and oh, there's a semi so it's, yeah, that kind of thing I, it used to always trigger me off Um, the dog oof you haven't listened to the dog episode either because i haven't done it yet or because you haven't listened to it yet one or the other but either one needs to be rectified quickly the dog when the dog thing first happened i i think i handled it well i, I was a prophet i predicted exactly what was going to occur when this dog was introduced into our home which was me doing all the walking, me doing all the feeding, me doing all the taking it to the vets and the grooming, and me pretty much tending to the dog in most of its needs. Now, occasionally, yes, they do volunteer to do walks, and they feed, and whenever I'm out of town, they'll handle it, or they don't. I don't know. Either way, right now, because of this mindset that I'm in now, I don't care. But from the moment I saw the dog, that's precisely what I saw was going to occur. And that's why I was so against the dog being in our house. And everything that followed after that. And the arguments and the frustrations and everything. So, but the dog used to really upset me a lot. Anymore, I'm realizing that the issue is me. If I want the dog to understand what I want him to do, I need to become a better trainer. I need to become a better communicator with the dog. It's not the dog's fault that I that he doesn't understand my expectations. Just like it's not my children's fault or my wife's fault. Or if it was my boss. Or whatever. It's not other people's fault that they don't that I'm not making it clear my intentions of what I'm you know, what I'm doing on a project or what I'm doing in our marriage or what I'm doing. In my kids' lives, in my business, that's me. That's all on me. So, if there's a way that I can can help to make that a a better experience than it may has been in the past, that's on me. So, with this anger, the other day, here's I'm just Here's the example that I'm using for today. Because this has happened before. I anticipate that it will probably happen again. Now, not as many as some. I know guys who've had tons of stuff stolen. And that's what we're talking about. My car got broken into. Um, but this time... This time I want to say I handled it a little bit differently. But... Let's see. All right, so I wake up like I normally do, 5.30, got to leave the house by 6 to get my daughter to practice by 6.15, okay? So 5.30 is the absolute latest. I have to fall out of bed by 5.30 with everything that I got to do to get at least clothes on and wash my face and get out the door by 6. So the race is on get that done. I think that particular day I had to take something out to one of the other cars for my wife. So she didn't have to haul it out whenever she woke up. Cause I wasn't sure if I was going to be back by then because of my new morning routine. But anyway, so I at least went out to the car one time and then out again, whenever we got into the car to leave, uh, I go drop the daughter off. I come back or go from there to my new walking routine that I've started, do my 45 minutes to an hour worth of walk. Head back to the house, because I had work that day, so uh, there's no, no time for dilly-dallying. I knew I had to get things done. There was no time to waste, because I had things going on. So I get back to the house, so there's number three. Back at the house, uh, Park the car, head into the house, get ready, showered, dressed, uh, checked on the birds, uh, walked the dogs, all that stuff. Okay, so walked the dogs, came out again, came back in again. That's two, three more times passing. So it wasn't until probably about 9 o'clock, 8.45 to 9 o'clock, when I finally got all this stuff done at the house, and I'm headed out the door to get in the van, head out to work. that I I noticed that the back door of my vehicle is open and that there is one of my toolboxes uh, laying on the ground beside the van. So... For a split second, I thought, man, did I leave that open? Because I did have all, it was in exactly the same condition a day or two before whenever we were changing the brakes out. I needed a wrench, so I opened the back door, took out the toolbox, and got it in. I mean, it was almost set up exactly like this, except in that case, it was in the driveway whenever I was working on it. And in this case, it's not. It's parked at the street with my stuff in the grass. So, well, that looks a little odd. And then the realization that, no, I didn't do that. This I've been broken into. Wow. Okay. Well, (coughs) went to go check it out. Of course, all of my good tools are gone because I had them just sitting up there. I didn't have them in a bag. I didn't have them hidden. I didn't have them locked up. Uh, I was just leaving stuff haphazardly where you could look through the window and see there. Hey, there's a drill. There's a saw. There's a, you know, whatever else. So, and that's pretty much what they did. They grabbed all the stuff on the top. Uh, they didn't dig too deep, because there's a couple of things that they could have got that was probably worth more than what they did get, but they didn't. But, anyway, long and short of it is, they got some stuff. A couple thousand dollars worth of stuff. That's pretty frustrating. And by no means do I have a couple thousand dollars lying around that I just wanted to replace my tools with. Now, some of these are old tools. Some of these have already lived their lives. Some of them have already... Fulfilled their destiny in tool as far as I'm concerned, and helped build some of the most profitable projects that I've ever had uh, come under my, uh, my management powers. But it's still a pain in the ass to have to replace a tool. You know, we're talking about a couple hundred bucks, a trip to the tool store. Uh, it, it, I, none of this, I have things to do. And these are tools that I know I'm going to need for the job, so I'm going to have to replace at least some of them. I need a cutting device. I need to, anyway, whatever it is. So, and I am already, so when these things happen, used to, oh man, I'd have been, the F-bombs would have been flying, uh, probably would have slammed the door to, probably would have gone in and woke up whoever wasn't awake and asked them, hey, did you guys see any of this shit and why didn't somebody say something? Uh, yeah, it would have been all kinds of, of uh, inconsiderate and overbearing behavior. But in this case. I debated for a few moments whether you even call the police. I was like, I'm not going to turn this into my insurance. Number one, there wasn't enough stuff. Number two, I don't have any of the serial numbers. I've got descriptions. But even then, I'm not even sure everything that's gone. I'd have to do a full assessment. And I'm not even sure I'm interested in doing that right now. Because I'm busy as hell. So that's number two. Number three, uh, drawing attention to myself. Um... You know, calling the police, getting my name on their list of people to check up on. Ugh. I mean, I don't know. Thanks, but no thanks. So anyway, I ended up calling them. Yeah, everything. I just gave you three reasons why not to call them, and I did call them. That's how stupid this is. Anyway, so I called them. Uh, Of course, I didn't know. I called 911. Fuck, there's been a robbery. They said no. You need to call the non-emergency. I was like, well, not an emergency to you, but I'm losing my shit here because... I got a jobs to do and I got no tools to do it. But thank you uh, for that number, and I'll call them. So I called them, and they direct me to a gentleman detective, such and such, and he goes into the, you know, probably he hears this multiple times a day, if not a week. And uh, yeah, I just to describe. Uh, do you got? Where is the location? You know, getting all the details. But by the end of the thing, you know, we come to the both come to the same conclusion that without serial numbers, this is pretty much going to be a just a report, you know, there's nothing, not really going to be anything to be gained and I'm okay with that, that's fine, but there's the difference I was okay with all of this, I was okay that my car got broken into, I was okay that there was not going to be any possible way to to get the tools back, I was okay with going out and buying new tools did I want it to happen? No if it happened again, would I react the same way? I don't know. I hope so. But the point is, I did this time. This time, I changed my reaction. And, and for me, I feel that's like almost achieving Mount Everest. Maybe not. If not, if not Mount Everest, at least K two. That's a big fucking deal. Okay. Hmm. so that's when it began what you may ask that's when it began me recognizing almost like from a third person perspective my behaviors and it was almost like okay which one are we going to start next stop with next And that's that's uh, that's kind of what I've been doing the past couple of couple of uh, couple of weeks now since this first occurrence that I recognized. So now it's the questions back to you. What's stopping you? What's stopping you from deciding today that this is the end of whatever this behavior? that's not having a positive effect in my life. Why not today? I used to love the first of the year when everybody always made their big New Year's revolu- resolutions. You'd see the gyms packed. You'd see all the grocery stores and big box stores that have their vitamins right there at the front as soon as you walked in so you could get those healthy bites that you decided you were going to start taking. The gym memberships were going through the roof and in uh yeah, it's their time of year, man. So but yeah, everybody makes these commitments, but then, you know, maybe even a month sometimes into it, they're they've already dipped. It's done. Sometimes not even a week. And it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you. It's tough. Building new routines. But that's what that's what helped me with this, is is recognizing Okay, this is a bad routine, but you're going to have to, you can't take an addiction and just shelve it. It's almost impossible. I've never been able to do it, but the way I do it is I replace it with a different one. Hopefully the one that I'm replacing it with is less destructive to my life than the one that I'm introducing as its replacement, such as if I was an alcoholic. Okay, well, if, if my routine has always been to get off work, go home, crack open a six-pack, and drink it down, and then fall asleep and wake up and do it again. If that's been my pattern for the past year, even, but 10 years, good God. It's going to take a, a act of God to get you up off the couch to fucking straighten that shit up. That's why people got to go. They got to go to substance abuse programs. That's why there's so many of them. It's tough as hell. Uh, I've done it, drink. I've done it with smoke. Uh, never did anything heavier than that, so never had anything other challenges. No, no needles for me. No powders up my nose. So I don't even know what that's like. But I can tell you what mine was like, and uh, it was radical. We'll go into that some other time. But the point is, because none of that shit worked, we are where we are now. In this last couple of weeks worth the transition that my life is starting to, starting to go through. I think that, I know it's hard, I promise you, but today's the day, pick one, any one of them, just pick one, maybe you chew on your nails, just decide today, I'm not going to chew on my nails anymore, because it makes my, my, my nails look all nasty and, and and it's a bad it's just a bad behavior you know so if that's your thing then decide I'm done with it I'm not going to do it anymore and and then don't just don't clearly this is not as simple for something like pornography addictions or substance abuse addictions but for something simple like chewing on your nails or if nothing else meditate about it for a minute meditate about the reason you're doing this why am i chewing on my nails what is what is it about chewing on my nails what's the feeling that i am achieving that that i need to that, that i could fulfill with some other kind of behavior and then i wouldn't have to do this anymore so do some do some internal analysis figure it out Meditation is great for that. But there it is. There's your homework. So thanks for tuning in. Again, as always, this is more for me than it is for you. But if you get anything out of it, then it's just a bonus. But cheers. See you next time. Okay, 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 okay. This is the one and only Javi G. You can catch me on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you might find podcasts. You can catch me on YouTube, Javi G channel, for all the fun updates. You can see me on TikTok, Javier Gobbledone. You can see me on IG, Beam 77 Anywhere you can think of me, I might be. Have a good one. Nice. Beautiful.